Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. Welcome back to another episode, man. Uh, I'm going to keep it a buck right now. I am not super, super interested in NBA basketball at the moment. It's that period between the all-star break and like when things actually matter again, where it's like, it's the perfect time for March Madness because basketball matters then, but the NBA seems kind of, eh. That's why, for me, March Madness, I can give a damn about the NBA right now. Mm. Besides the trades and the trade rumors. But, right. Um, yeah, I mean, what? The, I know the Raptors are on a losing streak. The Rockets still ain't won shit, and they still better than the Timberwolves. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they've been on a um, fucking terrible losing streak. Our Knicks are still right there in that, like, that seventh spot. Uh, hey, I told KB, bro, I was like, on the low, I'd be rooting for the damn Knicks and Bulls because I want all our teams to make the playoffs, bro. I think that would be a hell of a, you know, just content down the stretch. It would be fun be. for everybody. That would be. It looks like then, the Bulls kind of going to get that play in. Hey, we suck. Um, <laughs> Derek, all three of his teams in the playoffs right now. So it's like good time to be a Derek guy right now, man. It is. It is very exciting. But <laughs> the Bulls are very, it's hard to watch them sometimes. Like Not sometimes. For the second for the second time in a row, I decided that, you know, they got this dub. No, nope. I got to stop watching the game. And then all of a sudden I look and they it's an overtime. Like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, I can tell you what happened. Um, Compazzo decided to rip Zach Levine. Um, and then Jamal Murray and Jokic looked like they were back in the bubble. It's just It was simple. That was that was all it took. It was all it took. I know you were a Blazers fan. None of that shit should surprise you. Wait, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, um, it is what it is. Well, I had tweeted on. Uh, I had tweeted that if the Bulls aren't super active during the trade deadline, I'm going to be disappointed because obviously this team just don't work. Um, and I, I think saw, that I saw a report saying y'all are more willing to trade Laurie than Thad. Thadic. Yep. Thadic. Because I think I think right now the goal is to build around Zach Levine and Zach Levine and and Thaddeus Young are like best friends right now. They play so well together. And Laurie Market is going to get paid this offseason. I don't think that. That it really fits. Not that not that that Larry Market is bad because he's been playing amazing this season. But him and Zach Levine, I feel like they have a ceiling together, and we don't want to pay for that. That's that's my belief. But I, I don't know how it's gonna actually work out. That's good. That's I, what I'm, yeah. Hey, I, I feel like that could be the deciding factor for a lot of these teams that's making trades though too. Like just that, like trying to get the cap right and and seeing like some players are gonna have to get paid like Lonzo and stuff like that. So hopefully that influences. More trades to go down sooner rather than later. What was he about oh, to say, yeah. P? Huh? No, I was about to say, what was you, I was about to uh, oh. bring up some of these comments of the day, but I was about to say, what were you about to say first? No, bring up some comments because you, you was telling me in pre-production so something is about. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, okay. So we got some comments for, like, just the bad spots. We also got comments for the after show later. First comment goes to Blake Riley, who says, can we get an episode later, Strictly March Madness? And that's why I had to pick this comment because he put like seven question marks and he put please, Mike. Like, like <laughs> I just control everything. Or maybe he's talking to me because he think I, I just don't watch no college basketball like that. Which... That's why he's talking to Yeah, me. he wants you yeah. to bring it up on the show. It's either what? that or he think that you you got to run a show and you created every single episode. It's, it's, it's just Mike. <laughs> it's Mike, Mike, Mike. But uh, good news is I was watching college basketball yesterday. I'm definitely tuning in for them first games, bro. Um, I seen the uh, Oral Roberts game. Which I know was a big upset. That was a good ass game. You call that one LP? Let me get that. But no, no, yeah, it's definitely been fun so far. A lot better than the basketball. I agree. With oh! you. I that intermediate, that intermediate zone. Damn. 
Hold on. I called the Oral Roberts one, but I put my shit into a parlay with seven other games. So I don't get that because Tennessee lost. So mm. I don't get that money. I saw another person solely bet on that a thousand dollars and got eleven thousand back. Mm. Damn. First, you you gotta be rolling to bet a thousand on the I underdog was, like that. I was that comp not eleven, not not a thousand. But I was confident enough to where I should just solely put a hundred on that game. Cause like in my bracket video, I told people like I don't know who gonna win. My pick, I pick Gonzaga, but shit, they just the best team to me. And I normally don't pick the the, the best team, but they just the best. But whatever happened, Oral Roberts is gonna fucking win this game. <laughs> and I they, definitely. And I fucking don't get the money because Tennessee decided to shit the bed, man. But. The first game of my parlay was an upset. I mean, not an upset, but it was a blowout with Wisconsin <laughs> and North Carolina. Literally, that was the first game on this parlay. Fuck me over. I thought you put it together 13 game. I did, but that was the other games are today. That was literally the only game I had today. Oh, okay. I mean, and no, and Winthrop. Winthrop was on there too. Yep. They lost too. Shit to bed for me too. Yeah. Uh, next comment, bro. Do y'all y'all the dude that made this comment go hate me because I screenshotted the pictures of what he was talking about, but this dude is like he he was like one of the best episodes ever was obviously last episode, but he was like I had a hard time concentrating because I couldn't focus if he was smacking on that damn apple. <laughs> y'all ass dude definitely be he he be bringing some shit out of he'll have like an orange juice he'll have out of nowhere he have an apple he about to bring some shit up right now, but I was just looking at it. If you interested to see with this man smacking on this apple, it was at like the 55 minute mark, bro. You got one of them, you just like dead in the camera like this. <laughs> man was just too into that. <laughs> oh, I thought he I thought he meant like literally smacking. Cause I was gonna say I muted myself. Yeah, yeah, no, we couldn't hear it. We couldn't hear it at all. But he talking about opposite that motherfucker. <laughs> oh, just <laughs> you got one pick. You just look how you looking at it though. <laughs> <laughs> that mug was scrumptious, I bet. <laughs> He had to look at that motherfucker. That's how good it was. <laughs> oh, man. Um, next one comes from BT Wits Deku says Orlando should definitely get some pretty good for Nukola at his peak value. I only just asked this because I asked him yesterday at the Mag- if he was a Magic GM, what would he do first? And he said, I think his first was to keep Vucevic and trade away the other pieces. So I want to see what you guys would do. But I guess that's how we start the podcast then. D Mills, what you doing? I would try to see what I can get for Vucevic. I feel like that's just an alley that you have to, like, navigate because he's the most valuable asset. I mean, Aaron Gordon has some value, but you're not going to get what they're asking for. They want a first round and a young, talented piece. I'm just like, I don't think you're going to get both. So I don't. I would try to see what I'm getting for Vucevic first. Is that too much for Aaron Gordon, do y'all think? Depends on what they dec- what they think is a young piece. Is, is yeah. Was DJ Wilson a young, promising piece? Because <laughs> if that's what they're looking for, then I think that there's another DJ Wilson out there for Aaron Gordon. Yeah. I've seen one piece. Uh, the Cel- oh, Celtics, they weren't looking at him, but they were saying like Celtics would be a decent fit because obviously they have picks. They have young talent. They were like Romeo Lane for they really played. So they don't know if the Magic would even look at him. Also, uh, but that goes. I've seen Aaron Naismith playing more, actually. I don't know if they're really in the part with him yet. Like, what is a young player? Right. You literally want a young player that's like 21? (laughs) There's plenty of literal young players. Or do you want a young uh, playing, can get crack rotational minutes from the get-go, a young player? Right. I I mean, at these days, it's a lot of young motherfuckers in the league. But 
with Ty- I would assume they're talking about somebody that can grow. I mean, like, obviously, they're going to be at a rebuilding point with some of these pieces. I think that's hard, I think- man. I think. I think that's hard because I mean, if I'm a if I'm a team trading for Aaron Gordon, I'm not just about to give up a a playing asset. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just yeah, and, I'm probably trying to get him to make a push, or I need that player probably. And and that's why the Vucevic idea of trading him away is so is so difficult for me because I don't know a team. Obviously, there there are places where Vucevic fits, but I don't know a team that's going to be trading away hella assets for him because. If you're trading for Vucevic, you're also in a win-now mode because he's 30 years old. So, like, yeah, for if you want to put Vucevic on the, the boss's Celtics, you're not getting shit back but a bunch of picks at the best. Because their young players are Romeo Langford, Aaron Neesmith, or, or whatever. Um, you're not getting Robert Williams in return. At least I don't think so. If you are, that's interesting. But I don't think so. Also, for the magic is... I mean, why uh, wouldn't you? You better be getting Robert Williams. I don't yeah, know. Why wouldn't you get, yeah, why you probably, y'all probably right. If I'm the Celtics, I can't try to. That's a lot of team. Whose problem is that? Is that the Celtics? Somebody? It is the Celtics. Yeah, okay, yeah. Well, you try. They're trying to trade, but keep. You can't. You get. You're either gonna get a Vucevic All Star Center, or you're just gonna have Robert Williams. But having both, it's just. You know what I mean? Like you gotta give and take. So. Other yeah. than that spot, there's not many places where Vucevic really makes sense. Because Boston makes sense. They got the seventeen million dollar trade exception, the biggest in NBA history, so they can fit him on the roster without giving up many like real pieces. I mean, like there are teams that need center play, of course, but like sh- sh- is Chicago a place for Vucevic? Hypothetically, we got hella young pieces. We I need mean, center play. It would, it would be nice. It wouldn't be bad. Him and Zach Levine, that would be a good duo. It definitely it would be. Yeah, it would help at least immensely down the stretch, bro. Down the stretch, like we talked about in the, in the, in the beginning, Laurie marketing and his ass over there at Orlando, right? Mm-hmm. Him, 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 and Mo Bamba. Woo, that's a front court right there. But do the, but do the Chicago Bulls want to give up picks? We suck, I think, bro. I think if they, if they, it's gonna put them in a better spot to make those playoffs and get better. And I think they do. I think they do. I, I think that they, I would hope that. If we are trading, we keep the 2021 pick and trade like 2022 or 2024 or something like that. Yeah, that's exactly what I was about to say. I want to keep this year's pick. How much does Vucevic make y'all better instantly? Shit. Hey. Are y'all, where y'all going? Are y'all instantly in this bitch in the playoffs now? I think that we don't blow the last three games if Vucevic is on our team. Yeah. Cause, I think sometimes we like the ability to just like slow down and just like run the offense and just like he gives you a guy that you can give him the ball and be like here, run something through him. You can run your offense through Vucevic, for sure. And I know there's a lot of Bulls talking. Everybody not here for the Bulls, so we'll we'll wrap up Bulls talk. But we're at the point now where like don't give a damn what people <laughs> That's what we talk about. <laughs> if the Cavaliers is what's popping or the topic, that's what we talking about. If they the, the, Stephen A. Smith, you want some other shit. The Bulls are at the point now where Laurie Marketing doesn't play the fourth quarter or overtime, and Wendell Carter don't play overtime or fourth quarter either. So it's like, what the hell do we have these pieces on the team if if Otto Porter and Thaddeus Young are more valuable down the stretch when they're going against fucking Nikola Jokic, the biggest center in the, like one of the biggest centers in the league, running Otto Porter guarding him because our bigs can't guard bigs. So it's like, <laughs> it, it's. It's, it's sad because I think that the, the previous regime basically and, and this is a question I want to ask y'all, not because of the Bulls, but because it's like a real thing. When you are drafting, you're a tanking team. You get a lottery pick. 
I think that we all agree that like trying to select the best player available makes the most sense, right? Yeah. Depending on what your team needs. Like if it's a point guard and you already have like your solidified guy at the PG spot and the next guy available is a PG, I don't think you're going to take a PG. I, I, I don't know because when you're drafted that high, who's solidified? Like let's say for instance, exactly, like, yeah. Last year, in essence, Trey Young, the Hawks, they were bad. They had Trey Young, and they were in, they were a top. They still had a top pick. They weren't gonna take a guard with that pick. They could have. They could. I, 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 yeah. I predicted them to take. I thought they should have taken Halliburton. Halliburton yeah. Mm-hmm. Halliburton made a lot of sense. I see what you're saying, but like, I personally don't think like. For example, if the Timberwolves get the number one pick, you think they're not taking Kate Cunningham because they have D'Angelo Russell, right? Yeah. Edwards and Malik Beasley, I guarantee you they're still going to take Kate Cunningham because we're this fucking bad that it I don't think Kate, yeah. obviously I mean, something so good that yeah, you have to take him. I mean, I get what you're saying though, because yeah, if the Grizzlies somehow got the number one pick, they're not gonna take Kate Cunningham. I don't I know, dog. They probably still will. I was more so referring like to the last class, like oh they probably would have took Edwards. But like yeah, if 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 we saw the Warriors didn't take Lamelo, you know what I'm saying. So I see what you're saying, but that's what I'm saying. That's a different type of solidified. But like, if you the Bulls, because you have Kobe White, no, right, from taking, oh, no. you know what I mean. No, so, Kobe yeah, White, best player available, especially if there ain't the clear cut guy. Yeah, and then a lot of times when you're drafting, where the Bulls have drafted, there ain't no. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Seventh, seventh, seventh. and then fourth. Um, but I think that's what the previous regime did. They did a lot of like, we're going to draft the best player available. And obviously that don't really work out a long term because the best player available from this year don't really fit with the best player available for next year's draft. And that's how we get the front court of Wendell Carter and, and Laurie marketing or get Kobe White Wendell. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's a good position to be in because we have I think there are teams out there that would definitely love to have Laurie marketing or definitely take a chance on Wendell Carter or Kobe White. Um but I hope that this next regime kind of – I don't know how to explain it because because I, I do think that we all the picks that we made made sense in the moment, and I wouldn't take any of them back. Um, but I hope this next regime probably, like, does better drafting. Like, I love you Patrick Williams. take back that Doug McDermott trade? I, come on, man. Of course we would take back that Doug McDermott trade. Yeah. <laughs> <But> I mean, <laughs> want to make sure. I think <laughs> it, it's, it's a lot of factors that go into it, like y'all said, but, like, Unless, unless like, you're just blown away by this pick and you think this really your next franchise player, if you have, like, some type of building block, I've always been a fan of just drafting for fit. You know, I think they're, like, because I think it, it, when you talk about fit, too, it's also the piece that you want, the piece that you think that you need instead of just always um, kind of an experiment, mm. sort of say. So I think, like, and when Trey Young or Trey Young was a perfect example, like, it wasn't no damn need for them to even look at a damn guard. Like, I even past that, they needed defense around who who they wanted. Like it, it just made sense. But I mean, it's, it is interesting. Um, but the Kings, the they, Kings. I think yeah. they, but like Tyrese Halliburton wouldn't like. I, he's a combo guard though, in, in sort of sense. Like they play alongside each other well as hell. No, for sure. But and they, at that point, he was the best player available too. Exactly, but yeah. they didn't necessarily need him. They could have easily went a different direction because they have Buddy Hill. Mm-hmm. But he was the best player available. And at twelve, you don't leave Tyrese Halliburton just sitting there at twelve because he's just so much right. better than everybody else that was there. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I I think you could do. I, I'm all about drafting, mm-hmm. drafting the best motherfucker, bro. Like accumulating the most talent is is, is even if you don't 
calculate to a championship, it's going to take you to where you need to take to go, like the Lakers. That's that's my prime that's example. A, that's a the Lakers drafted the best player available every year, and then that package got in, got them Anthony Davis. You know, so yeah, that, I think that's the perfect example. But we have seen teams um, draft fit wise and and been relatively successful too. Um, I'm trying to don't, trying to think of them. The, 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 team the, Phoenix Suns did, the Phoenix Suns did it when they drafted Johnson. That is also true. Cam Johnson was not projected to go as high as he did. That's why Kobe White had that big-ass reaction. They drafted for fit, and he fits perfectly. I don't remember the Mikael Bridges draft. I don't know if he was the best player on the board when they drafted him, but he fits perfectly with Devin Booker, so they definitely did. Michael Porter Jr. probably was still. Mm, true. Oh, yeah, Michael Porter Jr. did fall to like 14, 15. True. They were in that draft class. And and maybe the Jalen Smith draft pick don't look too bad in two years. He won the best player on the board, but they drafted him because they they drafted him because they needed a backup five. But he don't play because um, Dar, Dario is playing so well at the backup five. But that is a good example of a team that drafted for fit over the last couple seasons because they they did a thing. We always talk about this where they tried to draft like the highest potential guy. We're gonna draft the highest, but Marquise Chris, Dragon Bender, and that's so fucking lame. Because if you ain't got the pieces to to make him reach the highest potential, nobody cares about potential, and they're out of the league. The Suns also were in a position to where a lot of their positions were kind of filled. So for the 10th overall pick, where were they going to go? And you know what I mean? Because you have Chris Paul, have Devin Booker. So none of the picks there is going to start over those two. Mm-hmm. You have Mikael Bridges um, and Cam Johnson, Wings, and then you have Aiden. So they could just kind of, when you have that much, you know what I'm saying? They could, they honestly could have traded that motherfucker if they wanted to. But yeah, Jalen Smith was a nice, a nice thing, a nice direction to go. Cause I don't, I don't know where else they could have. It wouldn't have made too much sense to draft a Halliburton Burton or, mm. you know what I mean. So I think they were in a real good situation. Draft, you know, dra- I, 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 I agree with what you said, man. I'm not mad at what the Bulls deal with they draft picks. Um, they also had a lot of injuries and some, some bullshit, no pun intended, going <laughs> on to kind of. But I mean, I'm just happy that they realize and that it's time, you know, to maybe look into switching things up because a lot of people be trying to hoard them picks and, and scared to just be like, this ain't work out. But the quicker you accept the fact that it ain't working out, like you said, it don't mean Larry Marketing is the worst player ever. It don't mean he garbage, but it just ain't working out here. And the quicker you realize that, the more you give yourself a chance to to, to recoup off of that and be able to, you know what I'm saying, um, just – just get a get you know like mm-hmm. correct it instead yeah. of just like if if I sprain my ankle and I never ice it for a week that motherfucker gonna get fat but if I ice that bitch as soon as I can I still have a swollen ankle but it just it, it, you know you you bandaid that cut or whatever quicker than letting it turn into some shit where now Laurie like Collins with Atlanta I don't know what's gonna happen with that mm-hmm. they put this this situation here to where it's like he wants this amount of money they're probably not gonna be able to give it to him. Now we got the trade line. They just won seven in a row. What like what are they gonna do? I have no idea what's gonna happen. And then it's like any trade out there, they're not gonna get too much for him because it's in, you know what I mean? Like who's really four, four million dollar contract, gonna have to pay him. Yeah, it's yeah. And they, they don't have any any cap space because they gave Bogdanovich about twenty million, Gallinari this month. So whatever they trade him for would have to match that salary of four million. And it's like that's another young player. Timberwolves are giving them Josh Kobe. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So that's like, you know what I mean? That's that's a tough situation to be in. And luckily, if the Bulls can be like, you know what? Let's try to nip this in the bud before we get to the point where we finally figure some things out. We brought in Vucevic. 
we're not going to be able to keep Laurie, but we held him too long. And so now he either going to walk for nothing or now he's about to trade him for some shit that's just going to make us look really stupid. And then, yeah, it's just not a good situation to be in. So All time high trade value. I, I'm convinced that when Laurie Market, if Laurie Market gets traded, he's going to have a very successful NBA career. It's just Chicago don't, I don't think Chicago is the place for it. But I'll root for him wherever he go. They need to, and this is a pivot to, to another person, but like they should be blowing up the lines of the New Orleans Pelicans. Yes. Like uh, something revolving him and Lonzo would be nice right now because they're both kind of in that same situation. But the Bulls would be more of in a need of what Lonzo brings rather than what Laurie Markin. So, hey, we'll see. The, I, I was listening to Wolge's podcast, or he was on someone else's pod, and he said that he expects to see like 16, 17, 18 trades to happen. And I was telling Mike this. I was like, who the fuck is making that many trades? Like, is really that many players about to be moving this trade deadline? Because I feel like we hear rumors or something, but it's not like a lot out there for real. But yeah. if Wolge said it, it must be true. Like 16 uh, trades or 16 players? 16 trades is what he was saying. Bro, I, hope all, I hope all of them go down, man. I hope all those trades go down, bro. It's a lot of teams that just need, like, one piece, and they're just a little bit more dynamic. Like, I, I think I told KB about the Wizards. Like, if they could just pick up a, a JaVale McGee or somehow get a Hassan Whiteside on their team, like these minimum contracts, like, they'll be nice as hell, bro. I feel like they, they'll be fit. But there's a lot of teams that, like – they're one piece away, I feel like. From what, though? You need the Wizards are being better than what they are now. I mean, it's just a better it's just a better senator. They don't have like nobody the, to protect the damn rim. Like that text from that dude in jail. What do you gain from this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, still, they like I said, they can use the big... They be having damn Rui Hachimura trying to defend the rim sometimes. Or Robin Lopez come in and play back up minutes, but... They're only three um, games out of the 10th seed. It's not like they're super far behind. They got talent, say, like, you know. And they don't, and it's it, not making them no damn contender. But shit, if the Wizards with a playoff hopes and stuff like that, it's going to treat you. Yeah. they. This is a team that shouldn't be like, we cool. We'll be in the lottery. They got Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal on their team. They shouldn't be looking at the lottery. I know they got injuries like Thomas Bryant, yada, yada, yada. But mm-hmm. yeah, they might make a move, but they don't really have shit. So, like, yeah, Trey for Hassan Whiteside because he's not getting PT anyway, but he ain't like. Is he that much better than Robin Lopez? It's another body. Yeah, I guess so. Alex Lynn is playing big minutes for him, so I guess he better than Alex I, Lynn. I, bro, I, I don't hate like when I say hate, I just Alex Lynn on the field, Alex Lynn on the court does not sound good to me. <laughs> if I'm a, if I if I'm being honest, he fucked Bulls up one day. Bulls be getting killed well, by every big man. Well, yeah. But no, I mean, yeah, I want they were talking about the Clippers with Lonzo, but then when you look into yeah. that, it's like how could that really happen? Um, you know, the Knicks with Lonzo is being tied to it because we expected to go after him and free agency thing. Um, the, the Trailblazers, and I know we've been talking about trades, but it's going to be this way till March 25th because it's the number one thing that's going on. Well, yeah, well like- next time we have an episode, the trade deadline would have passed. So we have, we just had an episode to talk about everything that happened because it's Thursday. Really? Yeah. Damn, in five days, he's expecting 16. No, we got to do a Tuesday. Oh, we got to do Tuesday. I forgot. Yeah, I'm, I'm tripping. We Hopefully we have. So he was saying that he's going to see a ramp up because he was basically saying that during March Madness, GMs watch March Madness. So they're not calling each other to make trades. So once things slow down in March Madness, then we'll get the ramp up to the trades on Thursday. Well, so. we finally have a trade to discuss. We, yep. we talked about the P.J. Tucker trade. So thoughts. If I'm a Bucks fan, I'm happy. Like you get a good three and D guy, a guy that can 
at times y'all could go small with him at the five. We he's shown that he, in Houston he could play the five and defense centers, and then you got Giannis at the four. You surround him with shooters. Like I think that's just like the perfect fit for that um, for that Bucks team. Yeah, just, he, I mean he's just like a, a grinded out veteran. I think they use on eighteen, especially with like they they had their time in the playoffs, but they just kind of fall apart. He's a glue guy. Could that that could be it? And I thought Drew Holiday was going to be that that player too. But I mean, the more the merrier for them. Facts, yeah, and they didn't really. If you think about it, if they have him at the five, they have like five legit, like really good defenders on the court. Yeah, and they didn't really give up anything. The DJs weren't play, like DJ Augustine was playing like ass this season. DJ Wilson don't hit the rotation, and I think they gave up some a, a pick pixel. that's that's yeah right. So basically, what the Houston Rockets got back in return is like. Uh, like six or seven spots higher in the in the draft. That's it. Like that's that's the return for PJ Tucker because I'm not counting out DJ Wilson or DJ Augustine, but let's be let's keep it a buck. Uh, the Rockets are probably be on a 20 game losing streak in a couple of days. <laughs> it's not like those boys coming in and helping them win right now. So I think I think it's good. They already did their first interview together. Giannis and PJ Tucker. They said that they uh they looked at each other and we, and, and PJ was like, I don't have to guard you anymore. And and Rihanna's like, I don't have to guard you anymore. Let's do it or let's make this happen or whatever the fuck they said. It's like, okay. He said, I don't have to guard you or you don't have to guard me no more. Hold on. I'm, I'm going to read you the exact quote. Him saying, I don't have to guard PJ Tucker no more just sounded <laughs> um, a little off to me. It seemed like he'd be a nice, right? PJ Tucker said, I don't have to guard you anymore. And then Giannis like, yeah, and I don't have to be guarded by you anymore. Okay. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, that, okay. That, that makes, makes more, sense. more sense. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this is, this is a good pickup. This is a very good pickup. We had the other trade. Trevor Reza got thrown to the uh, Miami Heat. For um, a second, a 2027 second. That's all they got back. I was in it. Oh, well. Yeah. That's cool, too. I feel like he just fits them. It's another 3 and D wing. I think he actually played last game, if I'm not mistaken. He got some some burn. But he's a guy, He's going to be one of them dudes that come in like playoff time and make impact. You think so? They hoping so. If he, she, uh, yeah, I hope if, he, if he's out there, she, he's always going to be the gritty defender. I feel like it's going to be the same thing. It's kind of like that Jay Crowder, though Jay Crowder has been a lot better and more consistent, but yes. like in that same essence. Because I was looking at I was looking at Trevor Reese's statistics after this trade, because obviously he hasn't played for OKC at all this year. Um, and like his three-point percentage be all over the place, bro. You think like, it's a name at this point now for T-Riz? Because T-Riz has always had that reputation as a good No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not saying that he's not. But, like, okay, so he had years where he shot 33%, 30%. Then he's a 41% three-point shooter out of nowhere. Then he's back to league average. Then he's 37. A 41% shooter. What was that? A, One of them years with Washington. The last year of Washington. He was 41% from the three-point on five-and-a-half attempts. He was just knocking him down. Um, but last season when he did play with Portland, he was a 40% three point shooter. And, but before that, when he was just with Sacramento, he was a 35% free throw, uh, three point oh, shooter. So in winning playoff environments, mm. he's shooting the ball. When you just have him out there losing, he not focused and don't give a damn. <laughs> so he don't. <laughs> don't. Well, he, this, he yeah, missed a shot yesterday. <laughs> he missed his shot. He had one of them things and he missed it. So, <laughs> you know. It was a warm-up shot. D-Mills, who your MVP? Huh? D-Mills, who your MVP so far? Joel Embiid. So, he, that, that man hurt. What What does injury got to do with it? 
But shit, if you want to throw him out, then Damian Lillard. I'm going okay, Damian. Okay, that's how I, I was gonna ask you, who is it? Is it Damian Lillard or Jokic so far? I think that, like those are like the dudes, like the hottest dudes. I think right now for MVP race, it's Dame Dollar, baby. I gotta go Dame Dollar. Motherfuckers are gonna force him to have some other pick than Embiid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so I just say because Embiid, his dad's probably finna miss another couple weeks, uh, at least a couple weeks too, with his injury. So I, I don't know. It's a toss up in the air now. I feel yeah. like it's like every every week, low key, it's been like up and down. I feel like this year, somebody will have a break. If somebody have a fifty point game, forty point triple double, somebody have a game winner, and it's just a di- a different name out there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's that time of year where I think the MVP thing depends on momentum. Like, who was the most relevant name that was hot? Would I, would I piss you off if I said James Harden? No. no. James Harden is, like, top three easily. He's easily in that top three range. James Harden is doing this thing, especially yeah. leading the league in assists. I knew there was a guy that was going to have to take that step back with them, and he he took a step back, but he did it in a way where he's, like, facilitating and running the offense a little bit better. No, he didn't take a step back. I'm talking about, like, he takes a step back. He like so when Kevin Durant's there, like a lot of times he's not really looking to score like how he was when he was with the Rockets. Like he's kind of just running the offense and facilitating getting others involved. Like he's he's controlling the game in a different aspect than just James, that's what James Harden is at his best. Yeah, mm-hmm. bro. The first year when he was at that Rockets, him and like Chandler Park, bro, that was the best team. That was the fun Rockets teams to watch. Yep, but, Damn, Chandler Parsons, the White mm-hmm. Howard. I think they were saying like he just actually passed Kobe, or maybe he tied Kobe for oh, like no, the White House uh, game the next year. They had Omir Ashik. Omir Ashik, he used to spoon feed Omir Ashik. Yeah, yeah. Because they gave but, him uh, that as a bag. That's why he left the Bulls. Yeah, as a backup. They were like, we're going to oh, pay this man. They didn't give him a bag. The Pelicans gave him a bag. Oh. For yeah. Anthony Davis. Am I right? Um. So his contract situation, he got paid about $2 million per year for the Bulls. The Houston Rockets paid him $8 million. Then the Pelicans came in and paid him 11. <laughs> 11 because Anthony Davis ain't want to play no center. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Omer Sheik. And they used to they throw him a Lexus and Jenkin next to him. Mm. <laughs> that man, Anthony Davis, is like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care who it is. Just don't let me guard centers. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Lexus and Jenkin. I mean, he's still the same. Like, he's legit. Never, he's never changed out of that. Hey, why would he? It's been working. To the mo- for the most part, for his own individual s- statistics. Yeah, I don't blame him. Just like the Bucks, like keep Lopez. Like if I'm Giannis, I'm not trying to bang 82 games during the season with these centers. Like I'll do it in the playoffs when we need it. But like, yeah, like let them guard them and do all that banging shit when I don't need to. Then in down the stretch, like I can't wait for like down the stretch with the Bucks because that'll be their lineup. You can play Giannis at five, PJ at five, however you want to miss and match it. But it'll be a lot better. How much does that change the Bucks for y'all though? Is what I wanted to ask. Do y'all look at them any different? I gotta see nah. them. I wanna see say I would I w I don't think it changes that much. I think it's still like just the top three teams. I think it's Philly, Brooklyn, and then Milwaukee. Like I think it's I think Brooklyn is probably my top team if I had to pick one to get out. But those are those are just my top three is out west or out east, my bad. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it changes that much. Um other than it gives them a, um, another body that you can trust, like at the end of the game, like I think PJ Tucker is closing out many, many of them games over like depending on it might be over Brooke Lopez. It might be over um, Dante DiVincenzo, depending on, you know, who's not pr- providing for them. So it's just more depth because, again, DJ Augustine and DJ Wilson weren't doing shit. 
So this is like, here's another good body that has a reputation of helping you like win gritty ass games, and that's what the playoffs is. He ain't shooting the ball well this season, but I'm guessing once he gets in like the corner again, he'll be fine. Yeah, he'll he really fine. wouldn't even take a shot. Like he he was just out there, bro. Yeah. So, mm. I think at the end of the day, when you look at what you gave up, you got you got better, especially for what you're trying to do later in the season. And yeah. I'm pretty sure DJ Augustine. I wouldn't be surprised if he got bought out or something. Here's a trivia question. Um, PJ Tucker has played in 32 games this season. How many of those games has he scored zero points? 20 of them. Actually, no, 25 of them. Zero points, Mike? 25 out of 32 games he hasn't scored? I'm going to say 10. Okay. Um, 13. 10 of those games he hasn't scored. Wow. How many of those games has he scored double digits out of 32? Probably one. I'll, <laughs> I'll go out on one and say one. I'm going to say two. Six. It's five of them. Five oh. double-digit games this season. You know, so he'd he be providing. He'd be providing. Um, if he provide, he'd be he'd providing. He'd be providing. <laughs> Because every time I look at that box score, I've I don't I couldn't recall anything I've seen in double digits. Yeah, he's averaging four points on the season, three three um three fouls. So <laughs> yeah, get him up out of there, bro. You don't need, <laughs> you don't need a man that's about to average more fouls than points, bro. Loves the PJ Tucker, man. He that, just wants to be in a winning situation. You know so. what I miss? I miss going to basketball games, man. And, and more teams, no, more te- more than, ha- like, I think it's 24 out of 30 teams allow fans to some capacity. And the Bulls are one of the last people to to do anything. We still can't even show up. I'm And, like, I'm going to take a road trip to Milwaukee soon to go visit that new arena because it's, what, an hour and a half away. It's yeah. got to be the right game. I'm going to a game in Milwaukee very soon. I have to. I don't see why they aren't. They literally just approve for fans in the White Sox games. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I it's think you be, the, the, the times where I miss the fans the most is just when it's late in game and somebody hit that big ass shot. Mm-hmm. Like literally, I, against the damn Bulls yesterday, Jamal Murray hit that. We don't know damn fans there to see that shit. So oh. It's like you just kind of miss that shit erupting and stuff like that. The UC is also being used as like a big um, COVID vaccination thing. So that we, also might be why. We'd probably prefer that over getting fans in the, in the arena yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's sure. really what it is. I forgot that that's what it's being used for right now. But I, I mean, are they giving vaccines at 8 o'clock at night? Probably not, right? They probably have a 5 o'clock stop and then come back in the morning. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so, Mike, you did just ask Derek who his MVP is. Um, I, I, want, I want to see if y'all can name the most valuable players this season according to advanced statistics. Um, according to the stat name Raptor, which 538 put together, it stands for robust algorithm using player tracking on and off ratings. I don't know exactly what's inside of it. Like, I couldn't tell you all of the, well, it breaks it down here, but I'm not about to sit here 30 minutes to read it. Like BPM, RPM, plus minus, all of these things are combined into one statistic. So can you name the most valuable on-court players in the league this season? Give me the top 10. Jokic. Jokic is number one by far, by far. Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard is not in the top 10. That is your MVP. He's not even top 10 most valuable players on the court. That's a, that's a James Harden. 
That's one strike on Derek. <laughs> James Harden is not top ten. Excellent. This is this is this is remember this is offensively and defensively. This is no. all the, the event like all the advanced stats. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard is number six. So we got two down, y'all. Two out of ten. Okay, I'm going. I'm, I'm gonna have to go back to back MVP. Oh, back to back MVP is correct. He is second in the league behind Jokic. Vucevic is not in the top ten. <laughs> so, so what you have to consider in this one is is good, really, really good players on good teams. Like Vucevic, amazing individually, but of course, like when you think about defensive numbers, they're gonna be bad because he's playing with fucking G League players. Mm-hmm. Um, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell is not on here in the top ten. At least he's not in the top ten. Rudy Gobert is. Rudy Gobert is for sure. He's number ten. He's number ten. Uh, so how many did we get? Three. That's three out of ten done. Y'all missing some real big hitters, some really easy ones. LeBron James. LeBron James, number five. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is not on the list. God damn, Giannis. Gian- we already got Giannis. Oh, you already said Giannis. Did we say Embiid? Y'all did not say Embiid. Number Embiid is number three. Devin Booker is not in the top ten. That's a good pick though. I gotta look up NBA. Luca. Luca's number seven. Correct. So y'all only... I don't know how the hell. How the hell we forget Luca? Stephen Curry. Stephen Jimmy Curry. Butler. There you go. <laughs> What'd you say? Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler's not in the top ten. He's right outside of it. Y'all got two players left. Um, one of them was not an All Star. One of them was an All Star. Demar Derozan. Not Demar Derozan. This player is actually surprising because he's not on a, a winning team right now. So it's actually surprising to see everybody else on this list has a positive 500 record except for this guy. And you said he was an all-star? He wasn't an all-star. One was and one wasn't. One was and one wasn't. Not Zion. Damn. This this man is a one-man wrecking show on a very, very good defensive team. One-man wrecking show. He uh, he run into the paint. He's spinning... He set a career highs in every statistic this season. He's spinning. Julius so, Randle. Yeah. Jul- Julius Randle. <laughs> Julius Randle. I was going to say Julius Randle. I'm tweaking. Yeah, Julius Randle. Last guy is not an all-star. Not on the above 500 team. Um, I'm actually surprised to see him here. But he is having a good season. He was just a free agent last year, and he signed a big-time deal. Um, had we, I think we all were happy Jeremy to see him. Jeremy Grant. Not Jeremy Grant. It's a good good idea. I, I think we're all happy to see this guy get a bag. Christian uh, Wood. Not Christian Wood. A guard, if that helps. A guard. Um, more of a combo guard, but definitely play off guard because he's probably not the best player on the team, and the best player on the team plays a guard position too. What is it out west or over east? He he in the east, Mike. He's Fred Van Fleet. Freddie is uh, is tied for number seven with Luca for some reason, like out of nowhere. And those are the ten most valuable players according to advanced statistics of this NBA season so far. Um, another player in the top twenty that was interesting was Clint Capella, who's having an amazing season. He he he's really he's doing great things. Mike Conley is number eleven. Joe Harris is number twenty three. <laughs> Lonzo is number thirty. Top thirty most valuable player in the league right now over Zion over Brandon Ingram. Uh, Robert Covington is on this list too. 
It's a very, very interesting list. 37 is Thaddeus Young. Come on, man. Hey, now, could you do that but sort it for just rookies? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I could. I can go by – I think I could go by experience, if I'm not mistaken. Somewhere on this list, I saw experience. Experience rookie. All right. Who is the most valuable rookie so far this season? I think about rookies. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Um, this is actually really, really solid. I was to say Lamelo, bro. Like I feel like he's got to. Lamelo's not number one. He's number two. Lamelo's oh, okay. number two. This um, is uh yeah. This is actually surprising to see this playoff here. But he is having a really good low key season. Vassell? Not Devin Vassell. Um, not quickly. Quickly is number four on the list though. Desmond Bain. Not Desmond Bain. He didn't even make the requirements of like total minutes played. I guess. This player was a. He was a first round pick. But I don't think he was a lottery pick. Peyton Pritchard. Not Peyton Pritchard. He's number seven on the list. Maybe this guy was a lottery pick. Is he a guard or a four? Or is he a guard, big four? He is not a guard. Sadiq Bay. Not Sadiq Bay. Sadiq Bay's on his list, though. He is number never mind. Oh, he's number number 14. Sheesh, that's actually really low. Um, he is not a guard. I'm not I'm just I'm leaving at that. He is not a guard. Let me see where he was drafted. He was drafted right outside the lottery, so it was not a lottery pick. Um, on a bad team, Isaiah Stewart. Isaiah Stewart is the most valuable rookie him, this bro. season. I was going to say him, bro. I was going to say him, bro. I love Isaiah Stewart, bro. He like a damn motor. Literally a damn bat. I, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea, but I know he like a damn battery plug on the court. Yeah, college. I couldn't even tell you. KB College. Uh, w- w- Washington. Anything? Who yeah. else from your favorite team? One of your favorite teams went to Washington, Demius. Mm. People always hit me up saying they love <laughs> Can I do this? This man got eight hands, Derek. Eight hands. He got eight hands on one of your favorite teams. Would you like me to rhyme his name? No, 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 no. That's, this is the this is the worst part about you having seven favorite teams, Derek, is that you got to think about all of them instead oh, of the one. <laughs> like, that's why he, he caught him slipping. <laughs> yes, eight mm-hmm. What does that even mean? You don't know what that would mean. Uh, he, he He's really out there doing defensive shit like that? Okay, mm-hmm. cool. You do know what it means. All right. Gary Trent? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You don't know what school Gary Trent went to? No. I, th- I think I know what you're talking about. You think you know? I really don't you're know. Sure. All you right, know? so, if, Mike, if you know, give Derek a hint. Uh, it's a dude. It, I don't think he'll ever get it, but it's a dude that you want to see get defensive player of the year. Oh, Robert Covington. No. 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 Think, it's not on your – it's not that favorite team, bro. It's another favorite team of yours. <laughs> I'll give you that hint. It's not that favorite team. Yeah, that's a that's a good hint though. That's definitely a good hint because I think we've definitely oh, talked about. If you would have known, if you yeah, would have okay. rhymed his name, yeah, if you'd have rhymed his name, it would have probably yeah. get away. <laughs> Give him a jersey yeah. number or some shit. No, he got it. He got it. I don't think he got this. Shit. Oh, I don't know Dejounte's jersey number to be honest. Is it seven? I have no, no. idea. Five. No, five. five. Oh, it is I five. Niggas don't know DeJounte. That's what bro, no, that's... no. I'm I just don't know jersey numbers, bro. That's tough. If you ain't a superstar, I don't know your jersey number. I just don't. So Gary Trent. Mike. Two. No, no, no. Fuck his number. School. Duke. 
Right, because we talked about that really. We recently. have, yeah. That's what I was like, what the hell? And Rocco, um, Tennessee State, mm-hmm. Tennessee State. See, I well, somebody watched All Star Weekend. Bit. Somebody watched All Star Weekend. I know a little bit. High school, Rocco. <laughs> Daycare, <laughs> Rocco. Y'all don't? No. no. Right up the street, Proviso West. Oh, he did oh, go he to Proviso West. Oh, my God. He did. You got to think. It's, he was probably tapping people in high school. <laughs> you think that man handle was tapping people? Oh, he meant like hey, in high, in high, high school, school? I guess. I, I guess a high school handle's nice. I thought you meant blocking people's shit. He was probably a rim protector. <laughs> I would love I, Yeah, I, I never actually saw Robert Covington play in high school. Yeah, Me no. neither. I don't think you would have. That was like 30 All years ago. area, around our surrounding conferences and shit, we got uh, um, Sterling Brown. Shannon Brown. Ron Carter. Sh- yeah, Shannon Brown. <laughs> we have Robert Covington. Um, Frank Kaminsky. Frank Kaminsky from Bennett. Jabari Parker. He and oh, he's, oh, he's talking about our conference. Oh, he's talking about our conference, yeah. I think that's probably it. Yeah. I feel like we're missing somebody. Oh, I, I feel, feel like, like we're missing somebody. I don't know though. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. Um, who are the le- who's the least valuable player in the NBA statistically? We've it's talked about like- we talked about this player and I got it as a veteran too. So don't think about rookies being bad. Veteran, ten plus years in the NBA. Who is the least valuable veteran in the entire league? We we've we've talked about him today alone. PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker. Tucker, Yeah, he's the least he's the least valuable player in the league right now. Who's number Who's number two though? You wouldn't expect this player to be least valuable. Is he a starter? He is a yes. Draymond Green. Not Draymond. (laughs) Um, But that's and it is another former All Star though. You know this Mm. this player is obviously very very good. He's a former All Star. He didn't make it this season because his team is bad. And he, he started off the season. I think he was playing through an injury, and he kind of sucked. Um, recently, he's been playing a lot better, but he's still the least valuable, second least valuable player in the NBA. Carmelo, actually. Not Carmelo. You said he's a starter. He is a starter. Um, what else can I say about this player that don't give it away? Um, oh, he started with an injury, right? Yeah. Was it Russell Westbrook? Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Yep. Russell Westbrook, which is that's somewhat surprising to me for him to be least valuable. Yeah. I mean, at the beginning of the season, he was my bad, Draymond. That was some dumbass shit I said. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he literally made that offense go. Yeah, but the least oh, valuable man. player in the entire he league, fucking Dejounte Murray, uh, eight arms. <laughs> <laughs> um, you said entire league. What happened? Yeah, I'm just gonna tell you it is Theo Maladon according to these advanced statistics. Hey, when he be out there though, he gets something. He be trying to hoop though. He, he do. He do got game. But a lot of this is because the Thunder are not good, you know. Yeah. So everybody like that, like the him and Darius Baisley are the worst in the entire league. They're probably playing minutes together all the time. <laughs> so that's what it is. <laughs> but anyway, you trying to trade Shay? Huh? What? I'm what? interested. Shit, I'm interested. <laughs> what did you see? First round picks. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> My already got a shit ton of them. So I, I was asking Mike this the other day too, because you know me and Mike the only people that be in parties nowadays. If for y'all that don't know, nobody else gets online. It's just me and Mike. Parties, y'all don't be talking, so I just 
No, no, time. Mike would do this thing where he'd be like, Yo, KB, you here? And he'll tell me one thing and then he'll leave for two hours. Yeah, and then Mike, is, <laughs> Mike is the worst guy to be in a party with, bro. Like, I'm not gonna lie, it really is because so it's either he's not there or he's blasting music. That's that's, yeah, the two things. that's that's a, a big part of my thing is I always got shit going in the background, <laughs> so I'd be having my mic beat a lot of times. So. Person that always wants somebody to join. You just want me to. Join. I just like having I, I like having company sometimes. Like, <laughs> you know. but what's the point? Like that's I, inviting you to my crib and just like not even talking to you. You're just chilling, just sitting there. <laughs> no, but no, I I know KB had left because he just went to go like. Recorded something, and I know I was in a party with D Mills, and That's I was gonna take like a shower, some shit, mm. and I just came back. D Mills are just gone. Yeah, D Mills be getting out of that jam. Well, nobody there. Like y'all took him in, so I just yeah, I gave it a little, little like I gave it like and, then, and nobody said nothing. So I said, all right, I'm out. Because I was telling, I was texting Kyra. I was like, you getting on? He's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, bro, hurry up. And he's like, God, right, I got you. And then like it was like ten something, and I just know I was playing two K. It wasn't going well. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm just get off this shit. Fifteen minutes like he's like, yeah, I'm about to get on in twenty minutes. I'm like, don't even say that shit. Bro. First of all, he he finna take like an hour to get on. And second of all, I was already done with the night. I was like, it's too late for that shit, bro. Facts, yeah. facts, yeah. yeah. I don't blame you. Sitting in a party where nobody does pointless. Like I, I I'll just get off and go to bed. Yeah, you do be uh, going to bed at like ten. Yeah, I've been trying to fix my sleeping schedule. Mm. I've been trying to stop taking melatonin and just like going to bed when I get tired. Instead of fighting my sleep, I'll literally just go right to bed now. Do y'all? Do y'all? Anyway, because you can't fight. You want to try me? Uh oh. I have in KB apartment. <laughs> that is true. There, that what video exists somewhere. What yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> hey man, we can get in the gloves if you really want to. And that's when you was way bigger. Still had your ass. Ah. On the couch, <laughs> now I'm gonna put you on my shoulder. Damn, no, I ain't doing no more wrestling shit after this story on Last Chance. You, I'm no, oh my god, bro, don't even tell me. I still need to watch, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, we won't spoil nothing, but Man, I your, mean, that's not even spoiling nothing, honestly. That's your fault. You should have watched. We told you two weeks ago. I mean, y'all know the guy in the wheelchair, well, the they coach told, in the wheelchair, told us two weeks ago to watch, yeah, I'll listen yeah, I to them, and your ass didn't. The coach in the wheelchair, the reason he's in the wheelchair, he was like a he was a real good basketball player. He was just play wrestling with a friend and his friend landed on top of him and it paralyzed him. Damn. Crazy. I mean, that, everybody's crazy. telling these dramatic stories throughout the thing, D Mills, which we're not gonna spoil. But I'm just knowing he finna be like, I was in the streets, drive by shooting. His story come up, he like, no, wrestling, came down wrong, paralyzed the rest of my life. Damn. Damn, you know bro. crazy? When we was in high school, motherfuckers used to just play fight all the time in the hallway. Yes. Like, yes. Just, it got to the point to where they was like, they were giving out motherfuckers detentions and suspensions for just like play fight. Even though motherfuckers were just playing around, but like, it was great. <laughs> yeah. Because I remember on Yik Yak, you remember Yik Yak? Somebody had posted something saying like, the kids that, the kids that Hensdale South play fight in their hall, in the hallways to assert their dominance. To yeah, I do remember that. Dominant male. <laughs> That's funny. I, you don't like remember Yik Yak? I do. Like no, a, it took me a second. It took me a second. Thing, but yeah, it, it like lasted for. Thing. Yeah. No, because I was using them when we was at COD. It was pretty fun. It was actually it was busting on college campuses. College <laughs> more so. You like, should have been paying attention. <laughs> Facts, That's man. You should have been doing. Yik Yak. I have no 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 idea what that lame ass shit. Oh yeah, they you don't exist anymore. Yeah, they they recently went out. So Yik Yak, it was this anonymous. 
posting thing that you can go on there and make posts about your area. So everybody was on there like saying stuff like blah, 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 just hooked up with blah, 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 or stuff like that. Like it was completely anonymous and you could say whatever you want about someone and everyone within your radius. Because it see. was something that used to be anonymous, but I don't I don't know if that was it, but it was something we used to do that was like, you know, it's always some anonymous shit. Like, just, I remember AIM. You remember AIM FM? Not AIM, but Ask FM. That's a, that's ask FM. Yes, Ask FM. Yeah. Ask FM was terrible because people be asking themselves questions to try to like... Oh my gosh, <laughs> yes, bro. I remember that. No, I... It's too many D-Mills stories. It is too many D-Mills stories because I thought about a story with, with Ask FM with D-Mills too. What do you do? I don't want to say it because it's, it's, it's his stories. It's his stories. I had asked Diamond like, could I... Uh, what did I ask her? Who was something? It was this was a different Taylor Ramos's sister. Yeah. So I think I, it was like I know once I think he had asked her like um he had sent her like he had sent her an ask FM, right? He was like something but like he liked her or something like he was trying to shoot his shot, right? And then he also she was like, Who is this or something? And I think he put hit like he told her it was him. She was like, Stop playing with me or something. Like it was just yeah. a big ass joke. <laughs> yeah. So she basically was just like he that shot missed, bro. He rejected that motherfucker. <laughs> thought his thought his ass was a friend. Hey, yeah, one thing I, to say I, about D Mills in high school, his ass was sh- he was just shooting, bro. He was. Just, I didn't know how to shoot then. I ain't had a game. Hey, he yeah. had a game, but he was just in the gym. He was just hey. throwing shots up. <laughs> That's what I told you. We got some comments for the after show. This okay. one coming from Malik, and we had another comment too. I forgot where it was. It got lost in the shuffle, but it was like we definitely need a segment where D Mills has a line. And people just call in and tell them they bad, they down bad stories. But I feel like people gonna be over, like probably land on that shit too. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, hopefully that could be a YouTube be video though. We could still react to those in a YouTube video for sure. Yeah. Uh, Malik comment was when I was thirteen, I biked eleven miles to link with a girl. It was for nothing, but it, I still think it was the worst. On my way back home the next day, my tire caught a flat too. And it was raining, not no on and off rain. He talking about that <laughs> shit was pouring down, and he got caught in that shit. Well, I'm keeping a buck, and I ain't. I'm not saying this to to kick my damn gum out. I ain't saying this to to, to shit on anybody. I'm gonna just keep it real. Your bike, I I would love to know what for nothing means. Did he? He think- did say he was also thirteen, though. Too, I don't know who he That's was doing saying. at thirteen. So if you're that young and you're biking, telling biking is telling it all. I don't give a fuck if you're thirty-two, but if you're biking eleven miles to link with a girl, my guy, you what are you expecting? That's the, that's the that's that's like the male story. Like the male story is funny because of all he went through, but like when you really sit back and think of it, what the fuck was the male's expecting? <laughs> and honestly, I did it out of just love. No, <laughs> facts right. though, facts, facts. Right, but like part of her story was like, like Mike was like, man, all all she did was just reach out and get the bag. But that's like all he was gonna get. <laughs> Even if you grown, she on her period, you wasn't about to have sex, right? You <laughs> wasn't about to come out. And... I think I think that at the end of the day, I think it's more about like browning points. Like, oh, he really mm-hmm. did that for me, he, you know? Yeah, he remember he I said that she feel bad for D Mills because she was in an entire relationship. <laughs> he knew it. Remember, he said he wanted to say he wanted to show her that he could treat her better. Yeah, I don't feel is... sorry for no dude that's doing that because that's just stupid. Okay, okay, back to that story. I don't want to keep bringing it up. Did you know her boyfriend? No. Okay. okay. Oh, I thought you did. 
Okay. okay. I thought. Okay. Okay. Oh, I thought but, her boyfriend was John because you seen that I like John. <laughs> <laughs> you and nah. John got some beef, low key. You know, it's funny. Somebody be like, um, when John be screaming, there be people coming in and uh, like putting the H in his name on purpose because we talked about how much that that oh, makes him mad. You don't know yet. Know. He he was like, um, so, like some people come in and be like, is this John from Through the Wire and put like J O H in? He be like. He's like, who the fuck is John? <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro. Uh, oh, Trajan Butler said, watching this makes me wish I went to high school with y'all. What are y'all? What's just y'all favorite high school memories? Uh, he don't wish he went to high school. Nah, because none of this stuff was really we, funny in the moment. I think it takes us like 20 years to really think about it and be like, yeah, that was fun. But we were just, a, we were a small group of friends. It wasn't like we were really out here. In number one, like... How we are right now is not how we was in high school. Thanks. Like I was not with. I looked like Contreras was like my little cousin. I wasn't like, "What you on after school?" Like, yeah. <laughs> Pierre was not involved with us at all. Yeah, right. Yeah. When you like in high school, we we'd run into Pierre at Denny's at three a.m. Like that's that's exactly random shit or at the Y. But like when you're in high school, those gaps for like decades. So like I looked at them as like like little dudes, even though I'm only like a year and a half or two years older, which when you get in your 20s, the difference between 26 and 24 is nothing, but the mm-hmm. difference between 14 and 17 or 15 and 17 is humongous. You know gotcha. what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? Right. I, I wasn't, we wasn't through the wire in high school, walking through the halls. Us, <laughs> <laughs> bro, no, I, I was just trying to think about like the funniest high school memories and it's us always ones that come to mind, bro. And I don't know, he probably, he don't know who I'm talking about, but I know KB and D Mills do. Who? <laughs> nah, it, I, the only way I can describe him, y'all gonna know, is just like he used to go to the school. As soon as he graduated school, he went back and became a janitor. Right. Y'all know exactly what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. No. But like, <laughs> it, all right, so whatever. But there is this dude, and he didn't really know like how to speak English that well. And so he, he would kind of just talk like real quiet. And we had to do these presenta- presentations one day, and he went up to the class and Teacher's like, man, you know, like, I, I can't hear that well. Just speak loud. Dude went up there, and he was like. <laughs> nigga, like, he was, bro, nobody, only the people in the front row could barely hear this man. And then the teacher's like, can you please speak up? Like, I, we're having that hard show up here. And he's like. He just kept whispering and shit. And I just, bro, and I was the only one cracking up laughing. It was just one of those moments, bro. It's just like, how does nobody else find this shit funny? I'm gonna tell y'all the story. Wait, wait, and then and then he graduated high school, mm-hmm. became went, a went janitor, became a janitor, and was dating a student at the school but, while a janitor. But he was he was dating prior to becoming the janitor, though. Oh yeah, true. Okay, true. But it, I think it was still funny though. It was. Still I funny. mean, I, maybe he did that so he can keep tabs on her, so she wasn't br- cheating. <laughs> right. <laughs> she was like three years younger too. He just peeking into classes and stuff, seeing what she on. This is funny. This is also. A, a, why you don't be an asshole to people. So I have this this class and it's with Flex. Me and Flex have the same class. It's like a history class. And I know y'all don't know because y'all are younger, but there used to be a dude in our school. Y'all probably, he was lame. So y'all probably didn't even know him, but he <laughs> actually DJ all of our dances. He would DJ like, it, y'all probably didn't even know one of our own students would DJ our shit. His name was- uh, That's how cheap as hell, Hansel South. Come on, man. His name was Matt. So, and I, I, 
it's so old. I'm let me not call him lame as hell, but at that time he was lame as hell for what he did. This is why we did this. We we just don't mean shit, but like he's he started with us. So we have a class, and he was like a yeah, like a dude who whatever, but he thought he was extra cool because he used to DJ these things or whatever. So we having class or something, and we must have like was doing something now. Me or Flex must have got a question wrong or some shit. And he did some slick remark or something like, how, how don't you know that? Like, duh, obviously John Locke was the reason that American Constitution went. It's some dumb shit that a motherfucker don't know, but he trying to, how did you not know that? Bet, okay. All right, so we going back and forth. We may say some sleep, like, get boy, shut your, you know how, you know. And then he go back, like, whatever. So this is a, a block class, which means for people that don't know, you have this class, but then you go to lunch, and after lunch, you have to go back to this class. So, Flex, like, uh, we at lunch, Flex had some fucking, uh, some mayo packages, like mayonnaise packages from the lunchroom. We get back to the class, he like, hey, watch this. <laughs> so the dual backpack. Oh, it's from bad shit for the heaven. You say, watch this. <laughs> the backpack is still on the fucking desk. Like, everybody's shit is still in the classroom. Flex take these mayo packages, and you know, on a backpack, they have the side compartments for like a water bottle or pencils. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Flex start forever, he had a handful of them, which means he was on some dumb shit regardless. <laughs> <laughs> he started dropping them in all these looking compartments of his backpack before dude get to class. Dude finally get to class, we we pick up on that bullshit with him. Like, <laughs> yo, yo, love, you know, Why y'all messing with him. He was fucking with us. <laughs> Well, we well we know that those mayo packages is in the back backpack, so we 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 instigate the bullshit. We repick it up, like your tight jeans or something, just to make him get animated. So they're like, well, fuck y'all or whatever, blah blah blah. Da, 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 da. And flex now the class is kind of settling down. <laughs> flex, flex like your fat ass. I bet I bet you got mayonnaise. <laughs> 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 I bet you got some mayonnaise or something all in your backpack with your fat ass. So do like. But why would I have mayonnaise in my bag? <laughs> Flex, Flex playing off like, man, let me let me see your backpack. I, I bet money you got mayo, mayonnaise in your fucking backpack. Get your fat ass. Dude, like, here, you can check my backpack. Flex go to the queen, look at him. He, he like, what's this? <laughs> and the dude was like, how did they get in there? <laughs> bro, that shit was so fucking funny, bro. I still to this day crowd that fucking story because if you've seen his react reaction, oh my gosh. No, oh my Pete, gosh. That was I'm so- gonna tell you right now, don't mess with them kids that that be like, oh, you don't know this, you don't know this, and they start laughing. That's what happened. Remember, we told you that story about what happened in our classroom? Yeah. It was that same. We was like that kid that lashed out and he started laughing at cause look, they was talking about some goo. They were like restarting a PC or doing something with a computer. And dude was like, you idiots, you don't know how to do this to a computer? And the girl's like, who the, like, who, shut the fuck, like, sh- who are you? And then dude ass is like, like, they started going back and forth, and she was like, I'll beat your ass. And dude just like, ha, 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 He did like a joker like laugh, some bro. crazy laugh, bro. And, and we was like, whoa. Looked at each other. We was like, yeah, we gotta be friends with this motherfucker right here, <laughs> just in case. Ain't no bullshit. I was friends with a nigga before because motherfuckers used to be on there with him. Yeah, no, facts, facts. Yeah. yeah, I was like, that was something to do that work. One thing about my story, though, because I don't want motherfuckers to think anybody was bullying anybody. He started with us. Like Mike said, 
dude did the little crazy laugh or whatever, but anything that would have happened, he started. Because yeah. if you don't say shit, then there ain't no problem. But a motherfucker, how don't you know that? Motherfucker, I don't... <laughs> Bro, I'll tell you though, like, ain't shit funnier than when, like, you just, you can't, you trying to hold in your laugh, bro. Like, but that's that what happen when, happens when you in a class with somebody like Contreras because y'all know each other. So y'all can. No, bro. We was, there. was you there? Was you there in the car, bro? We was at the mall. We was leaving Fox Valley. Oh, was my it Fox Valley? God. Yeah. It was Fox Valley. Yeah. And we getting all in the car. And that's what we like. We hey, barely the, getting our hey, license. We bogus like that, for this story, bro. Yeah, I, so I think back to this because this is like. This is some damn near like we could we could have fucked some shit. We're, up right we're here. okay for reference. We are sixteen because John had he was the only one with a license at this point. Driving his mom's truck. Yep. And we were getting out. We were getting out the mall. We were all getting to the car. I don't know how John didn't even notice if he was walking later some shit. But we put a car like a cart right in front of the car, right in front of that motherfucker. So as soon as he pulled out, <laughs> he was gonna hit that unless he just backed up or some shit. But like, anyways, we get in the car. We just like John's car. Yeah, this is John's mom's. This is Bob's car, bro. You do, you do y'all see it. the tears in my eyes, bro? Bro, y'all did this for him to hit it. No, we did yes, this to see if he'll notice. Right. So, bro, so, bro. so we all get in the car and we're laughing. We're laughing, and John was like, "I'm not leaving until y'all tell me what's so fucking funny." <laughs> <laughs> and, and we just like, we laughing more because we like, how do you not see this this shopping cart in the front of your car? And we laughing, 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 and we laughing. <laughs> And he's like, like, when you look in the car, you look forward. You look forward. And we and then eventually he like, man, forget it. He puts the car in drive and like floors it. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, it. and then bro, like he hit the damn cart. And one thing about our friend John, if some shit bogus happened to him, he's gonna put on the stalest fucking face ever. He looked back and was like smack his lips and put on the stalest face ever, bro. He cannot believe he done that shit was the funniest shit, but looking back. We bogus as hell. We bogus for that, bro. Because I remember the drive. We was like, bro, I hope we didn't mess his mom's car up. Like, if we (laughs) did, we're in some big-ass trouble. Um, But not to have. There was no scratches, no dents or nothing. But, like, he was... I wonder if he remembered that story. He got to remember that story. He got to remember that story, bro. I have a a dumb-ass driving story. Like, so, Derek, you know, because you work at the Patillo's. But, you know, across the street, is the currency exchange strip with Dunkin' Donuts. So, I used to have to go there when I used to work at Flavor Camp. So I had got my check one day and I, I, I must was just in fast fascinated with the amount of money I had got. I was just geeked or whatever. But there's meteorans over in some in the parking lot and then some is not. So for whatever reason, I didn't pay attention that I was over one. And this is when I had my old car. I drove over that. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about rocks flying. I thought my windshield broke. I drove right over that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I had got my money. I'm counting it. Bet. Put that shit. And I don't forget because it's around my little brother's birthday, EJ, because I had bought him a shirt or some shit. I put my money in my pocket, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> all his. And I'm like, oh my God. At this point, once the first two wheels drop, you have to go over it. You have to go again. So I keep driving. That motherfucker do do. And, and it was people walking into stores and shit. They both were looking to me like. <laughs> Real quick, I put my head down like I was counting my money again because I was so fucking embarrassed that I got out of that bitch in a hurry. But I'm like, motherfuckers gonna think I am drunk. Top, top five, top three, top two stupidest shit I ever did in the car, bro. I cannot believe I did this shit, bro. bro. Oh, no, nah, it's been hella shit. Like, um, the worst things I ever felt like the regrets I have getting in the car was just like with like Justin and Larry. You know, sometimes we go hoop, bro. 
That shit would be first of all, they ass be reckless driving. So you both, I will never get in the car with those dudes ever. I wouldn't I care. I, I would rather I, I would rather bro, walk to the gym to get in the car. I think it with was them. just I think it was Justin driving, bro. We was in like an old car, bro, like Honda Civic type shit. Justin pull up to the light and see a dude in a freaking souped up car. You know he know he knew what he doing with his damn car. Justin look over, he said, You trying to race? <laughs> I, I figured dude is gonna be like, no, nah, bro, like we're on freaking like where were we on? Is it Kingery, Cass, or whatever one of them streets? I think a dude from like, nah, like I'm, I'm not on that. Dude said, where you trying to go to? <laughs> nah, bro, and Justin like, all right, bet, bro. They was trying to race to the next like, dude, smoke Justin ass. I'll tell you that. But it's bro, just like, it's, I got a Justin story too. So one time we go to, he said, you gotta, can you get me a ride to the Y? He said, I'll get us back. We get to the Y, right? We hooping, whatever. Justin don't have a ride back. <laughs> bro, the funny, like, before he even said this, Justin never had to ride back. Uh-uh. You know? He don't have a ride but anywhere. Justin's way of getting the ride back is bumming a ride off someone there. Because he knows, <laughs> Justin's one of those dudes where he knows someone, like, everywhere. I don't know how, but he just knows somebody everywhere. And somehow, we ended up packed up in this little-ass car from some dude, and we just pretty much sitting on each other's lap. Everybody sitting on each other's laps and shit. We had to get a ride all the way back to the Plex and the Y. Because it wouldn't... My mom was like, I'm not coming to get you. <laughs> but I mean, you get the same shit. No, because my mama gave us the ride down. So my mom was the type of... If she gave you the ride down, she not coming to get you to bring you back. You're going to have to find a way to back. Bro, they... Shit, you went somewhere and didn't know how you was going to get back. Because hey, Justin told me he had he to ride He just believed Justin. Oh, yeah, he had believed Justin. Hey. But no, no, no. This is this is a funny story around there. It's it's the Bulls game. Me and Mike are at a Bulls game, right? I because you know we get two. I had two season tickets, and Susanna go one day, so it was like I don't know Rockets game or something. I don't know. It was something like that. And then I guess Mike is checking through Snap, and he see um he see he see Josh is also at the Bulls game. He like oh snap. He he swipe up on Josh. He like um what I don't even know what you said to him. I, I was know. like, yeah, oh, yo, I'm here too, or something like that. And first reply was, first reply was, home? how you getting how home? You getting <laughs> home? <laughs> not, not if you you enjoying the game, bro. What section you in? How you getting home? And I fuck with Josh, but the bad thing about this is, this was recent. This was right before the pandemic. That mm-hmm. I remember he this. also had somebody else he was with too. Facts, yeah, he went along. And we're not hands down south stupid kids anymore. You're you growing as hell now. So like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and we don't even live close no more. Like, it's not like yeah, we, we all like they all was in the plex. It's like different places. Yeah, like I wasn't doing that shit as a kid. I didn't go nowhere where I couldn't get a ride back. Like, yeah, I'm not hiking around. I'm not asking. Darny going. I'm riding with Darny, and I know I'm riding back with my boy. My mama gonna have it. She knows she need to come. I I couldn't do that shit because I I I don't even like riding with motherfuckers and getting right. Hell no. Nah. That's why I was so happy that I didn't live like in the Plex. I live right over, so nobody asked me for a ride because it would I would have to go past my house to get. Right. But y'all live together, so like, yeah, they feel comfortable asking y'all because it's one yeah. minute away. I was so comfortable telling the motherfucker no too. <laughs> At the basketball practice, somebody needed that ride home to the Plex. That's the yeah. only time I, I I give a motherfucker a ride. Like after basketball practice, be in the Plex anyway, sure. But I have to know you. I ain't finna be no random nigga. And, and bro, like, hey, for the future, first of all, don't be that person that always. I know shit be happening. You need that ride home. Don't try to be that person. And second of all, 
if somebody is dropping you off, especially if you live in a complex, don't be like dropping me off in front of my building type shit. Just yeah, walk you better a little walk. Distance, yeah, bro. you better walk. Just walk a little distance, bro. Don't be one of those people. Bro, my, my worst story for, for like basketball when like rides and stuff, it was sophomore year. And for reference, sophomore year, I wasn't getting no PT. Like I was on the team. I was I was 15th man on the roster. You know, I was just a part of the team. And we had a tournament. It was like a Christmas tournament. And I didn't know what time I had to show up to get the ride to go to this tournament. So I hit up our, our teammate D'Angelo, who lives in the he lives in the same complex as me. So I'm like, yo, D, um, uh, what time we gotta be there? No, no, it's fucking Mike. It was Mike. That it was, wasn't he, even D. Look, he was gonna I be quiet because he didn't want it. I think you telling a different story. I'm like, it's oh, Mike. I hit story. up Mike. I'm like, Mike, bro, what time we gotta be there for the for for to get to the game? He like, let's say he say 10 o'clock. I'm like, all right, bet. So time comes around. I'm responsible for me and D'Angelo's ride. That's what it is. So um, we about to we about to suit up uh, to to leave out. Oh no, we're still sitting at home because it's like nine o'clock. Mike called me like, bro, where you at? What you mean? I'm at home. I, you told me to be there at ten. He like, no, bro, we on the bus right now. We about to go. <laughs> I'm like, bro, why didn't you tell me that the time was wrong? He's like, I don't even know. Now what makes it worse is that tournament. Everybody got PT. That was gonna be the time that I was gonna get some PT. Everybody got PT. Damn. Sold. I sold. I sold them that day, bro. I don't. I remember that. I don't remember how that shit went because, like you said, everybody got playing time. I think it was like literally that practice. Nobody had showed up or some shit. She's like, "Yeah, this, whoever shows up for this game is gonna play," and that shit. Motherfucker missed their chance, bro. He just wanted more PT. That's all it was. He just wanted more PT. D'Angelo swore he was going D one. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to D'Angelo though. D'Angelo was cool as hell. D'Angelo, yeah, Shout out like, to D'Angelo. Like, no, what's your first D'Angelo memory of basketball practice? If it's not him, make make over man crossing him over. Yep. Yeah. 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 Make over. This is like our third third string point guard just cross it off. <laughs> on like some not even no like baby. It was just like a yeah. simple between the legs and D'Angelo hit the flow like damn. Yeah. I didn't even know Nate was like, wasn't he like a baseball player or something? He was a, yeah, he's like, a baseball player first, for yeah, sure. Yeah, he wasn't yeah. even no basketball player with handles or nothing like that. D'Angelo convinced me he can hoop. We go to open gym or something, maybe in a complex that they had that little basketball room in it, something. Damn hoop. Um, bro, you bogus as hell, bro. <laughs> bro I don't know. The, like, the transition that D'Angelo had from like how I met him freshman year to where he was his senior year was just so different. Bro. Facts, yeah. Like this dude, he was all about basketball. He was D one or mentality was on D one bound. D one bound. By the time we got to see a year, he was telling me a story. He was like, "Bro, I I was in the city, or whatever," and they, he's like, and, "And I got caught lacking or something." They was busting at me. You started. Yeah, laughing. he like, that was in biology. He told us that that story. We like, bro, that's fun. That's a fun <laughs> weekend for you. <laughs> like, come on, bro. You know what's sad is that a lot of people in the comments probably have the same story. Yeah. For whatever reason, that's how high school is. Like the first two years, niggas want to be football players. They gonna go to Duke. Junior, senior come around. Them niggas is L's up for them hitters. They blood and sue woo. They shooting. Can't never catch them lacking. It was like, bro, that should be so stupid too. Especially when you live in the suburbs. It's like, bro. Yeah. No, you not, bro. Mm -hmm. I know you. You two years ago, you was trying to make the football team and had hoop dream. Now you, now you just a fucking savage. And that time for us in high school was worse because Chief Keith was just popping. Mm -hmm. So everybody wanted to be a dread hell, L's up for them hitters, BDGD, bang, bang, all this shit. Like they just wasn't a year ago. Talk about Coach Bogish. 
<laughs> Yo, yeah. nah, bro. D'Angelo's a character. I just remember one day, like, his ass started skidding. Like, I thought he was decent freshman year, sophomore year. His ass was kind of bogus, bro. He had times where his ass, he, in that game, bro, man was wide open, caught the ball, and traveled. Tra he traveled every time he touched the ball. He traveled every time he touched the ball. I remember yeah, like, when in the game in sophomore year, he had like a, he had like an open shot in the corner, D'Angelo, and he got it wedged into the. <laughs> I think I like, fuck. I laughed, you but laughed. I didn't laugh at that. I think I laughed at D'Angelo. He had said or did something afterwards, and I laughed at that. And Coach and you, Nelson got mad. And you got fucking benched for laughing during the game. <laughs> I definitely remember that too. No, but you know, you remember Larry? Larry got kicked off the bench for laughing because he was supposed to. Mike did too. Play, he was supposed to play, play freshman A. He was gonna move up, and he was sitting on the bench with us. And something happened to where he started laughing, and Mister Richardson told him to get off the bench and to leave. And at that point, Larry never played freshman A. He went back to freshman B. Larry was he no freshman yet. B, was he? He came back to freshman B. I remember that. Oh, yeah. that's when I was injured. Yeah, he went back to freshman B for laughing on the bench during a freshman A game. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even remember him playing freshman B. Yeah, I, I had, that was after. I remember, yeah. yeah. I, I, it's, a, it's a vague memory, but I do remember Larry coming down, though. The man was a two-way player. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because he, he could have started. He's probably, yeah, he probably the best player on, on freshman. Yeah, yeah. Mike got kicked off the, off the team. I think that was sophomore B game. We're losing the DGS, D, something like that. Dwayne Wade's nephew apparently got like a backcourt violation, and Mike starts laughing. And Coach Coach Lottie was like, "Go, go get dressed." <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a damn sophomore B game, bro. You just like that was the funnest oh, yeah. though. If I, I would definitely relive. If I could have some memories to relive, it would definitely be those sophomore B team games, bro. I. It's some gyms I remember. I remember one time he played in like this gym. It was like a damn attic, it felt like. Like mm. they had the main gym. You had to go like up two stairs or like two flights of stories. And it was just like a fat ass like room. It looked like a damn music room almost. Like that size of that. He was playing. I think that's the game where we always talk about dude asked for a sub when he didn't play. If you know who I'm talking about. I do know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Bro. No, no, no. That happened multiple times because – this other game I'm thinking about where that happened, um, his family was at the fucking game, and he didn't get PT. He finally got PT. He played like three minutes, and he asked for a sub. He's like, come on, coach. I'm like, bro, what? <laughs> bro, your, your, your dad is here right now. This is this is the performance you putting on? Motherfuckers be tall for no reason, bro. <laughs> Motherfuckers be tall for no reason. <laughs> if I had 6'3 height, bro, ain't no way motherfuckers getting me subbed out because I'm tired. I'm sorry. Ain't no way. Yeah. Where uh, the hell did P just go? He said he froze, but it's it's uh, cool. We've been going for almost hour twenty, so we appreciate y'all watching or listening to this episode through the wire. We'll be back on Tuesday, and hopefully, there's more trades going on, um, and, and you know, a lot to talk about, man. So we'll see y'all then. Peace. Peace out.